Let's pray. Father, we ask and we say there is illumination, the eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart can be your jewel. As we see ourselves in you, say your name alone is glorified, even as we are edified in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Following God's plan for your life. Uh, go to our normal text, John. Let's go to John 8. We've been using about three texts to start this series. How many of you know? Three texts to start this series. John 8. Someone said, wow, really? <laughs> John 8 verse 12. It says, Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have what? The light of life. Uh, look at in Hebrews 12 verse 1. Now, this Hebrews 12 verse 1 is not as if it has any significance. The reason why I'm be using this Hebrews 12 verse 1 is simply because it just says, let us run the race that is set before us. Uh, when we want to do proper context of the scripture now, we might not necessarily use that. Are you get what I'm saying? Uh, does it make sense? Uh-huh. So it says, wherefore sin that we are compassed with so great a cloud of witness. Now this is supernatural world context, but uh, it has is and the sin that totally will let us run with race. It's just because of this let us run with race. And we know we are doing a running, following God's plan for your life. Uh, series. Let us run the race that is set before us. Okay, which other text do we use to use? Second three? Second Timothy four. Good. I was like, wow. Never knew. Oh, yeah, now you knew. Second Timothy four seven. This is our fought I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course and I have what kept the faith. Since I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course and I have kept the faith. So we said that um, the Christian life, <clears throat> the Christian life acts activities. That is, there are things to keep, there are things to fight, there th- and there are rates to run. There's a race to run. Um, there's activities, just like forgiveness. Forgiveness is an activity. You've got to forgive. Uh, walking in the spirit is an activity. You've got to walk in the spirit. Prayer is an activity. You've got to pray. For James 1, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 7, James 5, 16, you, you need to pray. Resisting the devil is an activity. You've got to do it. Putting on the whole armor of God is an activity. You've got to do it. Standing strong is an activity. You've got to do it. Renewing your mind is an activity. You've got to do So, and all of these things, salvation is not one of the prize. Salvation is not one of the prize for Christian activity. Salvation is not one of the uh, salvation is not one of the what they call it uh, 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 the prize or the or the game or the um, or the reward. You know, some people think that now that they are born again, that's all. They can just keep doing whatever they want to do. They just you know want to no no no. Uh, we we've got some things to do. Because Christianity is not living for God. Christianity is Christ living through you. Christianity is Christ living through you. So that means you've got to meditate on the word. And the word will work itself through us. We, you and I, we've got to meditate a lot on the word. We, like, we need to cost. 
feeding on the word now is an activity you go to do. Are you seeing it? Preaching the gospel is an activity you go to do. Prayer activity you go to do. Casting out devils activity you go to do. Healing the sick activity. So the Christian life acts activities. And there are activities that you've got to do. So when you meditate on the word, the word of God works through us. So the word of God works through us. Look at in 1 John 3, 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth him not, because he knew him not. So God is our Father, and we are his sons. And as his sons, we are led of the Spirit. You know, it says God is our Father, and we are his sons. Are you getting what I'm saying? God is our father and we are his sons. He says, what manner of love has he bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God? So we are are, are his sons. And as his sons, we are led of the spirit. We are led of the spirit. So you don't pray to God to be led of the spirit. No, you don't. You don't pray to God to 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 recognize his leading. No, so I mean, sorry, you only pray to recognize his leading, but as a son, you are always led. Romans 8. Look at the Romans 8, what it says in Romans in, in Romans 8. It says that as many as led by the Spirit of God, in verse 14, Romans 8, verse 14, for as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So you don't pray to be led. You pray to recognize his leading, and he will always lead you. That's why, you, you know, we are looking at this following gospel for your life, and see, you just need to pay attention. One of the things that as a Christian you've got to do in your work with God, I think I thought you working with God, right? I'm still going to expand on that teaching as we progress. We'll probably have a sequel to that teaching on that working with God. But there's something you've got to do. You've got to pay close attention. And many of us, we, we, we easily miss out because, like I said, like I always tell us, we easily miss out on the supernatural because we are waiting for the spectacular. So we, we, we can easily be thinking that, ah, this is the way God has to do it. You know, some of us, we have a clog in our mind that if it doesn't go this way, it's not God. So it has to follow this. So even though another thing is opening up in this place, you're like, no, no. See, you've got to pay close attention. As, so you don't pray. One prayer you can't pray as believers is, Father, lead me. Please lead me. Father, lead me. No, no, no. You only pray to recognize his leading. John 8 verse 12 that we've been reading. He says, I am the light of this world. He that followeth me, and we have believed the gospel, right? He says, shall have the light of life. John 14, verse 16, it says he will send us another comforter that will be with us forever. So that means, like I told us in the course of this series, there is, there is an ever-abiding leading that is dwelling in us. Look at 1 John 2, 20. 1 John 2, verse 20. It says, but ye have an unction from the Holy One, 
and ye know all things. So that means there is an auction from the Holy One within you that you know all things. So that means as believers, we are always led by His Spirit forever. So that means you can get to a dungeon and you can be wondering, okay, how do I go out of here? You are always led forever. You are always led of the Spirit forever. Look at in John 10. Look at John 10. Look at John 10. He says, let's start from this. Let's start from this. Uh, Verse 5, or let's start for verse, uh, let's see for verse 5. It says, and he put forth his own sheep that go before him, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. He now says, and a stranger they will not follow. They will flee from him, for they know not the voice of a stranger. Say, I know his voice. I know his voice. You not sound like him, meaning. So when there is some level of confusion in your mind, you must always remember that you know his voice. Are you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry. So when, when there is a confusion in your mind, you must always recognize that you know his voice. God knows you. You know, the last time we were talking about ministry, and this thing has been strongly impressed on my heart. I believe a lot of preachers are going to listen to this. You know, in ministry, we don't follow what everyone is doing. You know, it's just like us now. Like I said, many of the things we are doing, we don't, we are not, we, we are just following how God leads us. There was something I was meditating on, um, as it was, you know, yesterday. I think yesterday night, there was just something I was meditating on that. No, I think it was in the afternoon. I was just meditating and I was just, you know, as it were, just thinking about certain things. That it's going to be very catastrophic. Uh, is this just my meditation? No? I mean, uh, this, this, um, this section, I just want to talk to you, you know. I was just meditating. I was just looking at my life and... Uh, looking at how God leads me, and I was just thinking that, hmm, just imagine. So, I was just placing so many dots together. I was just like, okay, so what if, let's take an instance for my pastor now. Let's say, I didn't mean my pastor now. Um, what style of ministry would I be doing? I was just, you know, <laughs> I was just meditating that, okay, how would I probably be doing ministry? So, I not thought about it that that means, the person you are actually following, the person you are actually listening, it's a part of a determinant force in your life. Listening to, sorry, is one of the most determinant forces in your life because that means that there's a way God orchestrates your steps to be somewhere or to be with somebody. And if not, if you are not with that person, you can easily miss out. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. I probably might share more of this maybe later. But I was just meditating on that thing yesterday afternoon that, ah, okay, and I thought about it this way that, okay, so what of some preachers now who don't have it where maybe they don't have somebody they are submitting to, 
where did they get the style of ministry they are doing? Yes, I understand they are praying. But you see, man is a product of influence. It is whoever you watch so much, you will follow his pattern. And the truth of the matter is this. Even though, <laughs> even though you watch somebody for so much, eh, and you want to indirectly copy what the person is doing, there is still something. About, because if, if there is a way to, to actually copy everybody so strong, God will lead you to go and join that ministry. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It means that there is something about your own that God wants to talk to you about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Everybody just that's what I just said. That means there's something about your own ministry that God wants you to do. I don't even know what I'm saying. You know, some people can say, ah, that ministry, I'm just going to copy and paste it so strong, which is good. There's nothing wrong with it. Can paste it. I mean, you can paste the message. But you see, there's still such a thing as what exactly did God say you should do? And if you don't know it, it will be a very disastrous thing for yourself and for the entire people that will be in your ministry. I was just meditating on that thing yesterday afternoon. That and I sat down, I was just thinking about my own life and ministry, and I was just like, ah, hey, hope I really even know. You know, I was just thinking about my own life. I was like, oh, I really even know what God sent me to do. <laughs> if not, so that I don't just go. As people start coming, we start having the increase, we start having numbers, we start coming and they don't even know. And I just said that to myself. Our work is cut out. Our work is very cut out. We have not changed our mood, our style. Not, not even just, not style. Our work is very cut out. We want to light up dark places. And now we'll do it, the gospel of Christ. But we are going to raise ministers that will reach the world. Because why? Romans 10 says that how shall they hear except what? Through a preacher. So our work is to raise that preacher. Who do we hear the gospel? Is the, our work is very cut out. So our church is not, supernatural community church is not, why am I even saying this? Supernatural community church is not, um, it's not a regular church where you come here and dance, praise the Lord, and go home. No, you cannot go score free in this type of church. So now, the something I was now studying yesterday in following God's love for your life. Let, let me explain to you. I, I, this is not part of my sermon, but like I said, I want to talk to you. See, now, now that you know what the church is all about, okay, and you are led, you are ready here. Now, that does not, you already understand that in this place, you must pursue your career. You must make money. It's not even, <laughs> you must do everything means to be successful in life. We cannot, we, we don't settle for mediocrity. <laughs> okay. So now, you will get that. You will also get married. You have children. And you are still a member of Spanish Community Church. Now, imagine the kind of life that God has given you. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know the, this is weekend now. You're supposed to be probably doing something, maybe resting from all the work you've worked this week. You are in church. And you know that this one service is even, is even, is even part of our, let's say, this is part of our fun activity. This is not really 
this type of service now is not really our major, major, major one. So imagine. And all the other activities that you do all week. It's like many of us, we don't even have a life. Monday, there's teaching. Tuesday, there's service. So Wednesday, you have, you have something. Thursday, there's something. Friday, there's another something. Ah, it's like your whole life is ministry. Then you marry, you have children. You will also do your career. Do you see that? And you are also a member of Supernatural Community Church. What? What a grace. <laughs> and you see that? You really have to count the course of your life very well and see that there are certain decisions that you can't take. I don't think you should put this part in this message. So as well, you not hear this and say, these people are just weird. <laughs> it says, I don't even get what I'm saying. Your life is already a minister of the gospel life. And you are now also, you know, you are now also involved in several activities. Some of you are doing business, some of you are working, you know, a lot of you are just involved in so much super daily activities. Some of you, you've not even slept, you know, some of you, you are, you need your rest. You see, you have to count the cost of your life very well. So that means that, does this, does this thing I told you now, do you know that? This alone can determine who you are going to marry. I don't even understand what I was saying. I don't even understand what I was saying. The, just only this itemization that I just gave to you now can determine, okay, this one, this one is a Christian. You know, there's a Christian and there are Christians. This one is a Christian. It does not understand the efficacy of being busy and being committed to life. Move. Are you getting what I'm saying? Move. This one is born again. You see, he, is he, he doesn't have any disciples. Does he move? You know, are, are, you, are you seeing how to calculate your life? Now imagine, with all this, your busy schedule of raising men, you know, you want to have 12 children. You say, no. He says, we should multiply. <laughs> Subdue the earth. Have dominion. You <laughs> say, 12. See, I just like babies. I like their head. See, they, their face looks like doodles. <laughs> are you guys what I'm saying? That you not see a job now that tells you you work 16 hours every day. You say, ah. And they tell you we are paying you hundred million dollars. You say, eh? Hundred <laughs> million. You say, even if I tell us, what's say Thank you for the money, for the niche. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will just be happy. <laughs> but your life is in shambles. So <laughs> you get what I'm saying. You know, there's nothing like. You know, there's nothing like. Uh, Go and preach the God. You go and be making the money for the preacher to go and preach the God. You know, this, this, there, was some, there was a gospel that was trending some years ago. You be making the money, be sponsoring the gospel. Some people will be going. You are the saint. We are the call. I don't know how they call. We are the called to look for the money. You are the saint. So they will be working, be bringing the money to church. They will, some will be going to preach. <laughs> no, all of us will get our ass dirty inside this job. <laughs> 
I think that's what I'm saying. So, back to what I'm saying. That, see, <laughs> I believe something. <laughs> that the way God orchestrates the lives of men is such that, I, I, that, that meditation, I was just having that, a whole lot of meditations that yesterday. I was just thinking about it. Like, what if, like, what if that, what if you, you probably, now, okay, let's do like one minute test. Imagine you were not here. You don't have disciples. You don't have ministry. Imagine, just what, imagine what would you be doing? Let me give you one minute to just think. What, 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 what do you think you will be doing? Just imagine like, okay, um, I don't have disciples, no ministry. I'm not praying this much, you know, prayer chain, eh, personal VG, submit spiritual go reports, evangelism, teaching notes, ah, my same meeting. No, so imagine what would you be doing? Are you now thinking about it now? How many of you, as you thought about it, do you see that it seems like you are totally off God's plan? That you can't think much. Let me see if that happened to you. That you really can't think much. See, that's because, now let me tell you. We are going to study today, sir. What makes people leave God's will? <laughs> We're going to study that today. So put that somewhere. We'll come in there gradually. So, because you, you, you as a believer, you've got to think about what God says about you. What is God saying about you? What exactly is God saying about you? Second Corinthians 1 verse 19. You know, you, you've got to think about it. Now, so many people don't even know what God is saying about their lives. He now says, for, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ was preached even among you by us, even me. And that says, Sivanus to that says, and all the promises, but not in him was the resistance, and all the promises of God are in him, ye and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. And that says, unto him which establishes us in you in Christ, and has anointed us, is God. And that says, who has also put, who has also sealed us and given us the endless of the spirits that heart. You've got to know what God is saying, because Jesus fulfills the promises that God has made to us. Jesus fulfills the promises that God has made to us. So God guides us in all our ways. You must always understand that in the leading of the Spirit, God is guiding you. You know, He can guide your steps as touching, apply for that, go inside the office. You know, some of you, some people might stop you and say, eh, I think I know you before. And you just ignore this stuff and just say, no, you don't know me, go. Use the opportunity to talk now, continue. If at all you don't know anything to do, at least you first preach. The Bible says, don't be careful to entertain strangers. Some of you entertain them on our way. So say, I think I've met you before. This are that. Say, no, it's not me, it's a wrong face. When we are in a season of ministry of angels, there is a wrong face. Which wrong face? What is my face? So, come. What do you... I can't even know anything. Have you believed the gospel? Have you heard the good news? What church do you attend? 
I think get to what I'm saying. Be very smart this season. That's totally off my script. But be very, be very, very spiritually smart and at a lot. Because yeah, you look familiar. Yes, I do. I always look familiar because I'm always appearing in people's dream. <laughs> be very smart this season. I mean, from now till the end of this year. Be very, in fact, even all your life. Be very smart. See, at least if you don't know anything, preach. At least, worse come to worse. You, say, ah, you look like somebody that I should be preaching to, too. Yeah, we probably have not met, but you, ah, it seems like I've met you in the spirit. So, mm, what, do, what do you know about the spirit? So, yeah, let's have a conversation. Are you hearing what I'm saying, guys? Mm. So it guides you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It teaches me in the way I should go. The Lord teaches me in the way I should go. Look at in Psalm 37. Look at that 37. So he guides your steps. Say he guides my step. Guides my step. Psalm 37, verse 31. Psalm 37, verse 31. Look at something there. I really like this part. I really like this. Look at it. It says, it says, the law of his, it says, the law of his God is in his heart. And that says, and none of his steps shall what? Shall slide. Ah, none of my steps shall slide. I don't know about you, but none of my steps shall slide. 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 See, none of my steps, I speak to my life, I speak to my ministry, none of my steps are sliding. You know, it says, none of my steps are slide. Look at in verse 24 of that same Psalm 37. It now says, though he fall, <laughs> he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord does what? Or pulled it in with his hands. Hallelujah. So you've got to think about the word a lot. He says, do we fall? He says, the Lord upholded him with his hands. So he might follow, but it's the Lord. He will bring him up. <laughs> what a God we serve. Since you have to spend time thinking about the word. You really have to. You really have to. And there's just an intuition in my spirit just now. To share, to talk about this. You know, I was meditating about this too also yesterday. See, Old Testament to New Testament, the Bible says, God resists the proud. And you see, you and I can be very proud on God's word in the sense that it's like saying, I know I'm not supposed to do this, and you're telling yourself, say, I beg, huh? Oh, that's pride. It's like saying, you know God's will for your life, you say, I'm not. I'm not going. See, he resists the proud, though. And we'll, we'll talk about this much later on, this pride issue. It's something that I believe our today's world needs to sort, needs to learn. God really, see, you, even though you are his son, he still resists the pride, though. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So be careful of pride, especially pride towards God's word and all of those things. So you have to spend time with the word. Spend time. You know, your friend can't transmit doing the word into your life. If 
You say you want to marry a praying husband. You want to marry. You know, even the praying husband cannot transmit God's word into your life. So you got to know the word for yourself. You say you want to marry a praying wife. Your praying wife, have been your wife that does the word of doing ministry. He cannot transmit God's word into your life. You, because being in the will of God doesn't immune you from being tested. There's something that you must always understand. You must understand that there are tests and trials even in God's will. Being in the will of God does not immune you from being tested and tried. Even Jesus was led of the Spirit to the wilderness and he was tempted. Matthew 4. So a lot of people leave what they a lot of people leave what they are doing because of difficulty, because of contrary winds. So let's say God leads you now. Let's even bring it to the natural. I used to tell some of you, when you start something, you don't give up on it. Some of you will start business, you will close it down. What's that? Because you don't see customer, because you don't see this. That's not the spirit you have. You should have a no give up spirit, like I die here spirit. Okay, so because people are not coming to your church now as a pastor, you now say you are not called. What kind of training is that? A lot of pastors need to even be orientated or a cell leader. You say, okay, pastor, I've been going to that location. Eh, no, no so yet. In fact, I've prayed, I've cried, I've wailed, I've rolled on the floor, I've gone on out. All of them are just telling me, I'll get back to you. And you now say, I don't think... And you know the beauty about those things, or the funny things about those things, it's just two months they did it, or less than two months they did it and they've given up. Ah, you see, in the will of God, look at me very well, in that will of God, see, okay, let me, let's, let's bring it to this church now. God led you to this church now. Does that mean that they will not get, get you angry? That's the test of your faith. So does that mean every minute you get angry, you are leaving? Me, it's even me, the preacher said, that will get you angry. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's a test. In the will of God, set to it. So don't only say, if it's the will of God, if it's the will of God, it will just be easy. There will be contrary winds in the will of God. Paul said we are delivered from so great a debt. <laughs> That's scripture. <laughs> it makes me laugh sometimes. Like, the writer of the Bible says so great a salvation. Paul said so great a debt. In the will of God though. So don't start jumping from pillar to post. From one place to another. When you start seeing contrary wind. No. I, I, used, to, I used to tell people. When they, start, when they start misbehaving like that, I say, what did God tell you when you started this? It's just like a relationship too. You started a relationship. You know God told you, God led you to that relationship or a supernatural relationship. And you just, because you are not really fucking, you can't feel the vibe. You know, there's, there's that thing they say, I just can't feel the vibe. You make the vibe happen. That's how you got to pray. It's a contrary wind. You make the vibe happen. I hear what I'm saying. 
So you, you have a supernatural. I feel connected more to this other person. You are not serious. God led you to that one. So you feel connected more. You now start, you now start doubting. They say, I don't think I really had God. That period, I was not really praying. <laughs> you are not serious. Contrary wind, have like I've always told you, comes to resolve. It's like saying, contrary wind comes to make you more stronger in what you are doing. Personally, when I see tests and trials, I just see it like, count it all joy. Paul says, count it all joy. I just see it like, okay, I'm just, my, my convictions on this are going to be deeper. I remember when I came to Rochester and I thought that somebody would be holding a placard for me saying, yeah, your best, right? Welcome to the city. God has called. My eyes cleared when I, when I didn't have a place to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your eyes clear, like reality dawned on me, like wow. Like no money, nothing. In fact, when I started begging around, as I said, please, please, can I stay here? That's when the reality started dawning. In fact, as I was coming out of the plane, I was still feeling, <laughs> I was still trying to push up, like, you know, <laughs> somebody is still downstairs waiting for me. But somewhere in my heart, I was in this, hmm. <laughs> what if? So I, I tried as much as possible not to stay too long. Just in case the person can get offended, you know. Don't want to offend your angels too. <laughs> you can get offended and leave. So I, I was very fast. Those old sister, those old I don't let me say sister, those old girls start that with ADM. I even thought that's even the ministry spirit who has who has been sent for. So I was just speaking, I was just like, you know. Where, where are you going home to tonight? Say, I'm going home with my boyfriend, this and that, and I say, wow. I just say, is there an extra room in you and your boyfriend's house? <laughs> that you can accommodate me for two weeks. I said, two, I should have even said one week. <laughs> I said, two weeks. <laughs> he said, I don't know you. <laughs> you know, this is somebody that we spoke all through from Philadelphia to Rochester. You now came to the time of hell, so you don't know me. So what have we been doing since Philadelphia? <laughs> we spoke for as soon as we landed the player, we saw that together. We spoke till we landed. You now say you don't know me. So what were we doing on this plane? <laughs> say I don't know you. I've got to you know. Uh, it's just very risky, you know. Ah, so that's where you know it's like say reality was it was not done in well. So I was thinking, so after we still highlighted, we not jam each other at the, you know, where they used to baggage claim. I said, ah, are you really going? That, I, I, I sincerely asked that question. Are you, are you going? Say, yeah, my boyfriend is outside. I said, wow. <laughs> hey. So, you know, in the baggage claim, you're heading downstairs. Nobody, I look around, nobody would placard. Nobody was waiting. People that were waiting were they all giddy people that okay. So I was just looking at one man. He was shot waiting and looking around. So you know, just so that you because of Ministry of Angels, they may not really know you. So I went to meet him. I said, Are you waiting for me? Like, is my name is Ayo Benz? He said, Nah, I'm waiting for my wife. And said, oh, yeah. I said, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, I used to tell you that there's so many stories I've not told you that day. <laughs> The reality dawned on me. 
those are the very, I started thinking, did God really send me here? You know, this is those thoughts started coming. How did I even catch this lady? <laughs> like, did I? <laughs> so I tried to come out of the air of the airport a bit. The wind that blew me, you know, they say the cold wind, like say the 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 you know when snow is about to fall and <laughs> and that wind keeps moving around, you know that ah something's about to happen. So that wind blew me down. And I went back inside. Say, ah, <laughs> this I this is not this can't be where God called me to. So I just started thinking. So I started looking at flight to Indiana. Like at least if I go home now. My mother will cook it. I just started thinking of so many things. So many things were crossing my mind that day. But I just said to myself, you know what? <laughs> I said, it's a risk not to take a risk. This will pay off. This, this is the encouragement I had. I said, my pain and my suffering will pay off for many and many generations to come tomorrow. So I just said, okay, I'll keep at it. Whatever it will cost me, I'm just going to stay there. Well, some of you, you start business, boom. You have done Instagram posts. Everybody has reposted. The next week, you don't see customer. I say, well, it's just last week. Two weeks later, no customer. Four, week, four months later, I say, ah. And people give you prophecies. And you will step forth to shine forth. In the trickles and the trickles, and, in the, and, and as you over, as you over, you over, and as you launch it and, and press forth into the deeping, you will boof and your business will boom. You see, I knew it. So the person will tell you, as the business is booming, you'll be stepping on the waters. Yeah. So you'll be stepping on the waters. You'll be stepping. You step, you will step. And as you step, you will see the money. Oh, yeah, I see the money come. I see the money come. I see the money come. Yeah, it's coming in its numbers. Business, you know, they say business, business deals. Yeah, brands, brands, brand ambassadorship. As a move forth in the business, it's coming. Then you now see one month, two months. I say, ah. That person knows the business, so person is just prophesying for me, you know, they say from his own wishing. <laughs> He's just wishing me good. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So don't start jumping for Bilal to post. Look at the second Corinthians 12 verse 9. Is it 12 verse 9? I want to show you. Let's see. If I don't find it there, I will hold you that one. Let's see. He mm. says, yes, he says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in my weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So anything, in the will of God will be what? You'll be tested. Anything in the will of God will be tested. And like I told us in the last sessions, I told us that His commandments are not grievous, right? That uh, God speaks to you, right? 
and he empowers you to do what he says. Is my body is easier or my yoke is easier and my body is light, something like that. Is this, so when he speaks to you, he empowers you to do what he has told you to do. So let's look at another aspect. I mean, if you have been learning a whole lot in this series, I don't even know that this series is something you have to retreat with. <laughs> and just, you know, this is just some key decisions of your life. You know, when it comes to, let's look at another aspect of key decisions. You know, there are some key decisions on your life. And most key, and in that key decisions, most key decisions were not instantaneous. They built up over the years. Now, what, what makes some people make terrible mistakes at those key decisions of their life? What can influence a believer to marry wrong? You know, what can influence a believer? Maybe after maybe hearing this now, to still go back and say, you know what, is that unbeliever I want to marry? Or to stop doing ministry? Or to relocate to another place? Or, you know, to just do things that you'll be wondering, ah, brother, ah, sister. You know, what can influence and see? I've been saying this <clears throat> as simple as I've been saying it as as much as you've been hearing it, it's actually the truth. A key thing is the relationship he keeps. See, I, I'm trying to say this as slow as possible. You are more influenced than you think. And I will bring it home to our world. See, listen to me, everybody. Look at me. Your phone is another relationship you have. I'm not joking. You might just think it's just scrolling past things on TikTok, scrolling past people's posts on WhatsApp status, scrolling past Facebook, scrolling past Instagram, Scrolling past, um, you know, Twitter, screen. You know, I had to do something in ministry, you know, personally. I noticed something that happened to me in, in I won't tell you the year, so that you won't, you, won't, you won't trace certain things. I noticed that it was because I, I really liked a certain preacher and I just kept going back to watch him. Like, there was just be that video, going back to watch him, and unconsciously, when I say unconsciously, I started doing everything this man was doing. And I knew that's not what God wanted me to do. I won't tell you the year, I won't tell you when. I'll tell you maybe later if you, Joe. And it's not, it's like saying, and it's, it's not, these things are not bad. I mean, these things are still ministry, but it's like saying you know yourself that this is not, this is not the style that God has put on your life. So, so you are more influenced than you think. See, the world has its thought patterns. Even movies. Now everybody's talking about submarine something now. I don't even know. Even movies. 
you will hardly find a Netflix movie today now that is not supporting the gay movement. Hardly. Like, hardly. So, look, do you, know, do, you know, do you know what that is doing? And do you know that children now are watching Netflix? Do you, do you know that somebody told me that they are now gays in cartoons now? So, do you know what that is doing now to children? That is another influence. That, okay, as from a young age, you can easily know now that a man can marry a man. Do you know that's what it's doing to the life of young children? That don't think that it is just only man and woman, no. There is also woman and woman, man and man. It was Pastor Ife that first called my attention to that thing because he said, no matter the cartoon that his daughter watch, he said he will first watch it first. He said, ah, that's the work I've collected as a father. He said, I watch everything very well. See all the cocoa melon, everything. So one day I got to his house, he was singing the song. I said, ah, man of God. He said, ah, <laughs> he said, see you. He said, I know all the songs. He said, I've watched it very well. He said, there are some cartoons that is banned in this house. He was the first person to come my attention to it some years ago. He said, ah, I can't try it. He said, my daughter cannot go and watch your rubbish. Say some some cartoons, you know that this is a demonic spirit inside. So you now expect my daughter to be watching demonic things. He said, that's the work I've collected. He said, I will watch everything very well. He said, yeah, baby, come and watch this one. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't blame him. You can't blame him. So we, we are more influenced. See, personally. If I see my, see, let me tell you, every pastor likes some, something, let, let me, let me give you, let me give you, let me give you another, another angle. There's this trend that happens, now I'll speak because I'm a preacher, and you probably might have seen it. Every preacher likes this trend where you go to a meeting, they open the door for you, people are waiting, and you just walk in like in, in the red carpet, and everybody's, Waiting for the man of God. You know? That video is always, those videos are always on your Instagram. I don't know if you have seen those videos. Where they will come and they will now put one song playing. Let me tell you. The more of those videos you see, they were influenced. <laughs> you see even the musician. The musician is where is actually Camryo. I mean... Mozu, Toyota Mozu. You will shave down. As. I know some people know. I know. You know, some people you know, understand what I just said now. I'm so sorry for the people that will not understand what I just said. She has Mopo. She, she was begging people that even the money for army is not enough. <laughs> Men and brethren. <laughs> she be we she be we face blue. You can't you can't blame her. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I wish I wish this is my example that the whole world would understand. <laughs> I guess because you know this by example is is culturally related now. Sorry for those that know that stuff. 
Wel. Chibi, now look at some. She was influenced. Ah, there's something my pastor told me when we were on the, when we went when when I was on a di- dinner with him. He said, <laughs> some people are calling themselves general overseer. I don't know how the conversation linked to that conversation. And that thing blessed my life. I can never call myself that name. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> if anybody will call me that name, I will block the person. <laughs> I can't. He said, this is how he said it. He said, so we are calling and says General Bazia. And their judge is just <laughs> where two or more are gathered. He said, she be. He said, do you know the man they are calling General Bazia? He said, do you, do you think it is easy thing to be called Gio? He said, uh-uh. can you try what he's trying? He had a camp. I, 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 I was born in that circle, so I know much of what he was having a meeting in America two weeks ago. To this week now, he's in Amsterdam. Couple of, in, the next one, in the next week now, he'll be in Nigeria for Holy Ghost meeting. At 80-something. And lean almost 190 nations. No. You. Your whole church is just within and without. And you want to call yourself General Vazia. My father said, Should we invest a line go first? I don't know how to cover it, but that thing blessed me. You know, it's just seeing yourself as little. You know, it's like saying, it's not seeing yourself as little, but. Just maintaining your lane. I'm sorry to say this. Oh. I don't know if I should say this because this is good to record. That's how somebody reached out to me and said, Man of God, please help my ministry. Um, we have a meeting and we don't have the funds to do it. And I told myself, you started the meeting and you don't have the funds. Why did you now start it? You are in the course of the meeting. So why did you invite people? Or invited a minister that you cannot fund? He like saying, I want to invite somebody. I we don't have the money now. I say, sorry, sir. <laughs> we don't have. Can you come like that? No, don't worry. But there's that craving in our world to... It seems like a lot of people have not learned to stay on their lane again. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Such so that if they invite you today now, there must be somebody holding camera to do that video, let the open door, and you walk on the red camera and you're like, you doing it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. If it was really humility, why did you post it on Instagram social media? You you carry your hand, put your phone, posted it and say, Wow, what a great meet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm people that do it, I don't have bad intentions towards them. Are you getting it's not wrong? Go don't go hear me and say I'm criticized. No, whatever pauses, whatever be to you, let it be. <laughs> whatever you are convinced to do, you do. But I don't think there'll be a time where I will post something like that. So say, ah, Pastor, I don't think it will be a time. Because what am I inspiring? I'm going to inspire. I know the kind of people on my WhatsApp. 
If I go and post that, they'll say, wow, you don't arrive. They won't know the gospel. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. They will see it as gospel. They will see that you are preaching. They will see it as you are blue. And I don't want to be seen as you are blue. I'm deliberately saying, do you know why it intentionalizes certain things? Why it intentionalizes certain things publicly? Just so that when I do it tomorrow, I can be criticized. Ah, but you said. <laughs> so that confusion would be on me to just take gospel out of my life. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Where you would have a. Just live a simple life now. You will camera where they open the car for you, where you now enter the hall. The clothes I will show you is our church service. Where I'm preaching, that one is good. At least my words are coming. But where they will open the door for me to... Ah. But see, let me tell you. You know, as I said it now, some of you in your mind is like, this is sweet too. Ah. But this is... You know why you have taken it away? Because of the so many videos of it you watched. So see now. You are more influenced than you think. I think it's what I say. So some idols, some reason now, why some ministries, some preachers want to have crowd, look at me now, is because of an idol they placed in their minds. The idol is not so see, the mind is not their mind is not more so that life should be changed, life should be transformed. And that's why we really have to be praying for our minds. Even me that I'm talking to you, I know what I'm saying. Though, because I'm, I'm also influenced. I hope you know what I'm talking about. I hope you know that. This thing I'm saying is not, I'm not immune to it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because I'm a preacher too. So that thing, eh, it creates an idol in your mind. So the reason why you want crowd, the reason why you want a big venue, the reason why you want a big car, is just so that there will be a time you two will post that kind of video. The reason why you are trusting God for international doors, for people to invite you to their church, this and that and that, is for that kind of video. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So you see that man is more influenced. Okay, now look at 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Are you getting blessed, guys? I'm, do you know why, personally, I told myself when I wanted to start this series that, I'm going to be very practical, just so that you can see things. And this example I just gave you, do you know that? Somewhere in my own heart, I'm confessing my sin, is there. I had to deal with it. And that's because of the too many videos I've seen too. I had to deal with it. And no, this is not, this is not part of what the kind of ministry I'm doing. The kind of, so imagine. Now see, look at it too. I'm the same person that is teaching you people zeal, fervency, live a consecrated life. This and that. Does that kind of lifestyle portray living a consecrated life? <laughs> then I'm going to be raising ministers that their mind will be the due to we blue one day. The pastor should send them to an era to go and preach somewhere so that they too will put door for them. You know, that, that's, that's going to be the inspiration. Now, such that you see, like, wow. So, when am I going to follow you too? So that me too, they can clap for me as I'm entering inside. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Okay, let's do another one. Do you know that? The reason why some people, 
want to have cars, want to have big girls, want to have all of these things, is because of somebody they saw on social media. No, you know what I'm talking about. In fact, even you. Let me let me see what let me see you don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> look at how this look at how Paul now wrote it. First Corinthians 18, 23. It says, Be not be deceived. Do you know why he first started this way? <laughs> because my brother and sisters, you can be deceived. He says, Be not be deceived. Evil communication we call it says corrupt good manner, and it's true. And the funniest thing is, a lot of people, including me. We used to think that, ah, uh, she means just Instagram, I can scroll through it. She means just movie, I can scroll through it. Personally, as a culture, anybody that, if I see your comedy skit, and I see that you want to talk about church, I won't watch it. I'm not going to laugh at church. If I see your comedy skit is daring to us, Short pastors, I can't watch it. There was a movie that was trained that every Christian were watching. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't even want to mention the name. It's one comedian that did the movie. I told myself I'm not going to watch it because they kind of ridiculed the prophetic ministry. No, see, I know I did not watch it, but I just saw clips online. They say, ah, you're not a prophetic teacher. You're a Sunday school teacher. This and that. They, they kind of, I, I know the intent of what they are doing. They are trying to make people be aware that you should not be after fame and everything. But me, I won't watch it. I'm not going to learn something from a comedian. I see you as a comedian. I'm not going to learn from you. It's just my own consecration. I've, in the last couple of months, or in the last one year, if you really cool, if, you're, if, if, if I watch a movie now, and they try they are trying to do anything in the church in the movie. I forward it. I am not trying to learn anything. Entertainment is entertainment for me. When I want to watch, I watch a movie to be entertained. That's all. I'm not coming here to watch. I want to learn. You say, hmm, I learn something. I'm not, I don't have anything I'm learning. Hmm. I learn something for the church. They will not pick the worldly means and bring it to church. You know, you know some people. The reason why they sing the way they sing is because they've seen... You know why? It's just like I was... There's this music now I really... I, I just stumbled on, on on TikTok and I like it. It's... J, 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 I'm not joking. Do you see that uh, I'm not available after the uh, uh, that um, uh, that Musaki's aspect of Allah available? <laughs> that uh, that Shakira now be doing your face like you're possessed. <laughs> I like it. I like the song. I won't lie to you. This one has a good intro, me and she would have sang it too. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like it. Ah! I just, you know what I thought of? They sang it in church. That's the thing that paid me the most. I would have preferred they sang it in the studio. I'm not joking. 
I'm not joking. So, do you know where those, those things are getting influenced from? Everybody wants to fit in. The one that pay me the most, mouth of fire. Fire in the church. I like that song. Those people there, I went to start looking for it. Just to hear it. I'm not joking. Just imagine I will come to church today. Jesus Christ, my mouth's red. Yeah, it's good. Oh, oh, yeah, do it, you do it, that. And rap. We're rapping in church. How? But do you know where they're getting those influences from? The world. So a lot of Christians now want to fit into a mood. You see, the service is boring. Why? Because we spend two hours teaching. You're not teaching. That church, you know they do? They're not lifting out their hands. Say, lift up only hands. So there's now alternative. So if they're not saying, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Paul said, don't be deceived. If I'm a pastor that I'm blown by every wind of every culture. We'll just be pressuring these our music ministers here in this our church. This our guy. Who? Tomorrow. J -j 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 -j. I'll just have sent it to their group, the choir group. Say, uh, guys, tomorrow is glory night. Let's suck these tonges and lightnings. You know, we, we said tonges and you know, we see tonges and lightnings. We see the glory of God. We say, no. So imagine AY comes and say, I can't imagine Sarah get do it. See? <laughs> 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 it's a bit of, oh, I lie. <laughs> I can't imagine Sarah do it. Chavakala is a Igbo word to put it inside. It's saturated in you. Abu Wakao. Communication. See, we have to expand that statement. Paul probably did not foresee social media. He would have seen evil content. <laughs> he probably would have seen. <laughs> he probably did not. Evil content. He, as harmless as you think they are. Comedy skit, three minutes. Do you know? You can say you don't want to watch movie two hours. But you are watched skits for two hours. Three, three minutes. Two, two minutes. Crow. Two, three minutes. And you'll be thinking, you are deceiving yourself that you are not watching movie for two hours. So me, I don't deceive myself again. So if I want to press my phone sometimes and play movie too, we are both doing... <laughs> we are both engaging in the... Are both engaging in the, in the warfare together. Are you getting what I'm saying? He says, don't be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manner. So what you see long enough... What you put around you. <laughs> so don't, that, that's what I will say it again. I study evil friendship and relationship. Business colleague, work colleague. Don't develop relationships. Let me say this to you. Don't develop relationships when you are backslidden. When you feel backslidden, ah, it's been a long time I've prayed. 
it's been a long time i fed on god so it's been another even been don't develop relationships then because <laughs> you will take a wrong step are you hear what i'm saying <laughs> some things they are very strong see what you don't want in you don't keep it with you and don't keep it around i wrote in my notes don't keep it with you and i also put don't keep it around you what you don't want in you don't keep it with you and don't keep it around you proverbs 3 verse 13 verse 20 is the coming of fools walk together all satan does for some of us let me tell you is to get around us it's just like the story of the israelites they were like all they needed was a strange company that you see uh they will put strange women in their midst and all of those things that's all the people of israel learning there to backslide all satan does for many of us is just to get satan around us just to put people around us. and let me tell you our phone is around us netflix youtube one uh, your social media content creator that you like that you're always watching you come as the person you, are, you turn on your post for daily notification as the person drop out and they're only and you don't know that those the statements they are seeing is influencing you me i put see let me tell you i put a safeguard on many things i'm hearing i don't just hear things and there's somebody says something I, I increase the volume many other what's this one saying I'm very conscious of what I'm putting inside. I don't know about you. So if I notice that sometimes, maybe I've not put a whole lot, I'll just go and put it on a channel that I know that they will just be preaching God's word. I will just make sure that it's just entering my ear consciously and unconsciously for long. I'll just pay attention to it. See, because see, that's why, that's why I'm saying again, if you feed on God's word a lot, it seems like, I don't know how to describe it, but you easily be able to detect oh, this one. Mm, 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 mm. This one is this one is off. You read your Bible. You listen to message. You you know you feed. You spend time around the world. See, because what you don't want around you, don't keep it with you. There are strange influences like that. You keep a backsliding believer around you. you see, look at something. That, look at something. Look at Second Corinthians six. Look at how Paul said it. 2 Corinthians 6. He says, Do we not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers? That word unequally yoked is like it's like animals, like right? Like saying, it's like saying two breeds, two different spirits of animals are in the same place. Right? That means one cannot move forward. Let me tell you the, the, the cultural context of this statement. It's like a cook, two, two animals, like say you put a goat and a dog inside a cage. You know, one will not be able to move forward, right? The goat will not be able to go, the dog will not be able to go. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So those type of things, that is exactly how it means. So, and it says, people will be wrong believers. For what fell, Paul asked you, is it what fellowship? Has righteousness with the right? Is that what communion has light with darkness? What concord? As, and let me tell you, the unbeliever will always indict you. Stop thinking you are a superman. Stop that thing. Stop thinking you are su- you are a superman to your phone. Drop your phone. You want to pray. So many of you, you want to pray. You are still holding phone. Drop it. Are you not tired of all the influences you have received? 
You have already received influence at work. You have already received influence with your business partner. You have already received influence with all the movies you have won. You've received, you scroll through from TikTok to Instagram, from Instagram to, to Facebook, from Facebook to Twitter. For, ah, now it's time to now feed on the world and pray. Drop the phone. Ah, because you won't, you won't, grow, not, you won't benefit. That's why it seems like the word is, we are teaching you the word, nothing is entering inside you. Why? Because you are, if, and see, let me, how many of you know that I can, you can be in service like this now, and your mind can be very clogged on so many other things that you are not, you are listening to me, but you are not, you are not actively hearing me. I don't even know what I'm saying. You are looking at me and you are hearing me, you are even taking notes, but you know you are not understanding. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Because your mind is clogged. I do you know where you get those things from? Influences. I'm going to do a series someday on influences. I'm going to. I'm, I'm definitely going to. Not this year, not, not anytime soon, but someday. I'm probably going to write a, um, a material on it too. So, you must always do the word. Let people know you are separate. At your workplace, don't join people to gossip. At your workplace, don't join people to, to, to gossip your boss. Don't join people to, to bad buy. Don't join people to do bad things. Don't for, let people know that this one who is a Christian. He always save you. Show your identity many a times. The reason why you don't want to show your identity is because you want to do bad things there. How many of you know that? Your mind is like a camera. It picks things. How many of you know? That images don't leave your mind. I don't even know what I'm talking about. That your mind is like a camera. You don't, you don't be on your own. You don't be fantasizing. Many of us, including myself, we have fantasies of so many, so many, so, so many things that we know it will never happen. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You fantasize so much, and guess what? Do you know that if you trace where you got the fantasy from? It can never be from God's word. Is it that from a movie? A conversation you had with a friend? Something you saw on TikTok or Instagram? Do you know that some people, the reason why they want to... Uh, do you know that some people, the reason why they want to do marriage, it's not because they love the husband. It's just because they want to do that big wedding. And they've watched so many videos about it. You just want to be able to dance, have actually big girls with them, wear clothes, do all those things. And you'll be wondering, ah, calm down. You don't even have the finances for this. And they say, no, I cannot marry somebody that does not have the finances for this. Do you know that? They see a good man. And probably the good man is still hustling, is still, you know, I said, no, ah, <laughs> this is my standard. You don't have the finances for this, ah, let's move on. So they now have to, they now start looking and waiting for a man that can fit in into their idol. I call it an idol. Because of a clog. That's what I've always told you, feed on the word the Lord, drop that. See, they are so, all, including, it's a battle. There's that book, Battlefield of the Mind. I don't know if any of you read it many years ago. Ah, see, see, your mind is... That's why the scripture told us, renew that your mind. 
There are so many idols. And I'm saying this by the Holy Ghost and even by the word. That many of you have to drop. So many idols. So many wrong thinking patterns. That doesn't fit into God's mood for your life. That you just have to drop. Some of you. The reason why you want to go to school, do everything, is, is just because you want to also take a graduation picture and say, I did it. Uh, what's that? There's that? You know, there's that picture that I used to train anytime it is April, May, June. Graduation picture will just start training. So, some people, the reason why they. It's not as if you should go to. I'm not saying. I hope you know. Hope you know. I'm not again in school. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Even remember that enters this church for two weeks knows that you you have to be successful. <laughs> but some people, the reason why they want to do so is ah that picture. I must take my own. For what gain? Oh no! Tell me. Can't you take a picture and post it in your house? And hang it on your wall, put it in your room and be looking at it every morning, at least. But I saw somebody. You won't believe. Now this person has graduated like maybe two years ago. Persons keep retweeting the person keep is <laughs> the same person keep putting the you can't blame the person. It's an idol. The person must have fantasized about it. That's why he's still. How do you know that? Sometimes you post a picture. I'm talking to you women now. He was a picture. If I even men say, he was a picture, and he probably did not get the kind of engagement and the activities you wanted to get. And he said, Ah, this is your final that <laughs> nobody can. Nobody say girl. Period. Fire. Nobody is really saying. Everybody just say. Everybody just like it. Everybody will say you're here somehow. Ah. You know, you will delete the picture and put it back. You say, Instagram algorithm, Instagram algorithm, Instagram algorithm. Why? An idol. No, I'm not saying that's bad, though. You, I mean, you get your picture, it's your picture. But I'm just showing you patterns of how some people now ask them, why do you need money? They say, ah. See, I got a little good life. My parents was poor. I was poor. I didn't have basic need of life. Ah, I feel like poor. Nothing about the gospel for their money, and they are ministers of the gospel. They won't. You, the, in fact, even when they are thinking, they, when you are fantasizing about the hundred million dollars, they will think about they will buy the house, or they will buy a car, they will just uh, take a trip to Bali, Miami. Nothing. Ask them, what do you ever do? They say, mm, I'll just give pastor $1,000. The church, you know, I'll just give you, my, my, my offering will just increase. Pastor was just like, wow. And you see that? We have work to do. We have a lot of feeding on the work to do. Because your mind is like, it picks things. Don't think that just that you're, some of you, you are always on your phone. You can scroll, scroll, scroll. You scroll, 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 scroll. 
Even your phone is telling you stop. The Spirit of God told you stop. Your mind told you stop. When you now see things that, you, that now affected your mind, you now come up and ask you, Pastor, I, I saw something yesterday. When the Spirit of God was telling you stop, you did not hear. Your spirit told you to. You were with the tell you, your hand even freezed. Your hand, God delivered you. He was with the told you, Spirit of God told you, you heard the voice. In fact, your phone shot out and shot him by itself. You still went back and looked. You said, No. <laughs> I'm very bored. Can't you pick the word? He said, no, I don't know. What somebody said, let's say this together. He said, I don't know if you hear that word. Ephesians 2, verse 1 to 3. Are you getting blessed? You need to be blessed too. This child shall do take my heart. I am no this. Is this? Are you at it quickly? Wait, is this? Wait, time pass. You walk according to God of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The prince, the spirit that I walk in the children of disobedience. Among whom we had a conversation in time past, in the loss of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of our mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as unto others. So we are not to have close relations. We, we, we are not to have close relationships with people or to imitate. We are not to have or to have an intimate close relationship with people who are not Christians. No, 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 we are not. If you walk with a backslider, hope you know you'll be backslid. Ah, you'll be backslid. You will backflip. Stop thinking you want to say, say, the worry is growing. You, are you growing? You, you are always on Instagram and TikTok every minute. You, you say, there's nothing wrong with staying with the person. <laughs> the people you keep around you, you can't keep people around you and they will influence you. It's not possible. See, let me give you an example. Jonathan in the scripture was a good man. He was a good guy, only that he was foolish. Very good. Very good. Some people say, some people say Jonathan was a gay because of the ways, because of the way him and David were so close. Look at David. Does David look like a gay? No, imagine David. Imagine Solomon, the son of David. Does those two combinations look like gay to you? Jonathan was so good, but he was super foolish. Why was he foolish? He knows that God rejected his father. His father is Saul. He knows that God and he was still hanging around the fire. See, when Solomon told us the company of a fool hung together, <laughs> you see that? <laughs> he knew where he was speaking from. He was still going to his father and still be having sympathy. When so when they wanted to kill the father, they killed him too with him. He is the only one that died the most useless death in this world. He should never have died. But he died by association. A foolish association. He, know, he knows that God has rejected his father. He never going to stay in the company of David. So you must have believers who look at you and tell you you are wrong. Let's, let's do something as a supernatural community church. Where we can tell ourselves, ah, you know... Sister, you are wrong. Brother, you are wrong. Can we do that? 
Can we do that? Let's, let's build that Christian life. You must have Christians, even your relationships, supernatural, romantic, friends, who somebody will say, ah, you lied. Ah, that's bad. You're of your father, the devil. Are you the devil? He was a liar and a murderer from the beginning. Ah. I think you can what I was saying. You must also say, ah, ah, mm, stop it. We should. We should have things like that. So, the, you must have believers. If, if you have friends and you have relationships and you people cannot tell each other you are wrong, you people are just deceiving yourself, dear. You people are just deceiving yourself, dear. Because the error of relationships can change your life. You know, some of you, you will look at even your, see, even God talk to you via your screen, uh, screen update. Every Sunday, you will look at it, they will say, you spend one or three, 200 hours on Instagram. You say, wow. You say, ah, this week I'll do better. This week, you now spend... 500. You say, no, next month. This is just because, you know, I'm just not uptight as I ought to. This way now, 5,000. Say, ah, maybe it's my calling to just be on this thing. So please, be very careful. And you know what I said about the idols, right? Many of you have a lot of idols you have to drop. When I say idols, idols can be even, see, people, see, let me tell you, you will be so surprised as you move on in life, the very reason why people do things. If you ask people the motive of why they started ministry, they can tell you, yeah, maybe it's because, uh, uh, do you know the reason why some people are, are, are cyber bullies today? It's just because probably they were not accepted at home. Or their voice have not been heard. So they feel like the social media is their world, their safe space. I don't know what I'm talking about. Some people that you'll be amazed at the reason why a lot of people are doing things. And that is that thing. Some people evaluate your decisions, evaluate your reason. Is it because you saw somebody do it? You call yourself a preacher of the gospel. Is of the gospel? You say, who? Oh, I want to also be, you know, so many things. Evaluate it. Look at another one. Location, you know that location and traveling can determine a lot. How do you know? It can determine a lot about your life. You know, God has planted you in a local church. And some people do, so, some people just don't find the reasons to stay there. They just want to keep up people from one place to another. And uh, let me still go and try this one. Let me go and try this one. <laughs> and you know the very first day you enter that place. Ah, you you in place uh, you knew mm, this is it. You know, it's just like even Lot. One of the mistakes of Lot was. He saw greener pastures and he moved. You know, the, the reason 
Let me say this. The reason for relocation for the believer should be the Great Commission. Matthew 28, verse 20. Go into the world and preach the gospel. Because it must be for his glory. That should be first time. I, I always ask people that ask me, I mean, true Christians, who, not Christians who don't, who are not, Christians who are involved in ministry. I always ask them, I always say, if they are talking to me about traveling, relocation, one of the first questions I ask is, are you led? They'll tell me yes. I know someone who was led to go to the United Kingdom two years ago and has not gone now. In fact, got an admission and deferred it. And the person is leaving next year just because she just felt like it's not your time. And she's led. In fact, utterance, prophecy, everything has come. But she was just waiting for the right time. Isn't that a good Christian? And you know the right time. Should I tell you the right time? She said, my disciples are not up to the standard at which I want them to be. There is no point leaving now. I still have the work to do. She said, she now says another thing. She said, my cell has not gotten to that point of an handover. So I have work to do. So there's no point going. Ah, I said, Jesus, what a good Christian. This was a, somebody will do it for you, though. See, it's always a, uh, uh, God can replace you. That's not how a Christian is supposed to talk. Do you see how a Christian is supposed to talk from that sister? That thing eh, challenged me. She has not gone. No. Anytime I ask her, how are you doing? How is your parent taking this? Um, this year? She said, I've just prayed and they've come to terms with my decision. She said, I make sure that I pray a lot. She's like one of my friends also. She probably may hear this. She said she was she was so pressured by her family. Oh yeah, go to Canada. Go. She even started the process. She said, ah. <laughs> she said, not led. She said, I like the idea. He said, he but she said, she now tested me one day. How do I tell my parents that I'm not led to go there? I said, well, we should just be praying. Say, and the parents already brought all the money, millions of naira, dollars. Say, I'm not led. You know, relocation can change a lot about your life. You know, where you travel to, where you live, can determine your life. That's why you have to be prayerful. You know, where you live can determine who you will marry. <laughs> where you live can determine your local church. Where you live can determine a whole lot your job. It can just reorchestrate your life. That's why, and many times, many of us are not repentant. Many of us, we, we are not repentant as touching God's will. We know we are in the wrong, and we just be very proud. Repentance means we are, repentance means you change. Like, you know, I'll talk about this repentance thing more. Many of us are very proudful as touching God's plan, as touching God's will, as touching our lives. See, you know, even, even relationships, some relationships are costly because <laughs> it takes two people to make it work. I'm talking about both friendships, supernatural relationship, romantic relationship, covenant relationship, <laughs> everything. There are things that you cannot risk. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know, relocation. I remember my pastor telling us a story of how he wanted to travel some years ago. Some brethren didn't even in ministry many years ago. And he wanted to, he said, everything does, I, I always listen to that series every year. They're they are just teachers I listen to. He said, some brethren just did him evil, did him everything, and he just told himself, I'm leaving. He said, nothing defines all things working together for your good. Like, immediately he just decided that he wanted to go. Somebody, a distant, a family friend just came into the country and wanted to give him a diplomatic visa. Have you, are you seeing that? Those plans were realigning. And he just said, he told himself, I'm not going to pray about this. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not even going to hear another. I'll just be talking in tongues. I will not speak in any interpretation. I don't want to hear what God is saying. And when I go to the country, I'll just go and start something. I'll just go and start a church. Maybe it is to start something. And so this is what a lot of what people used to think. I'll just go, she means ministry. Anywhere I get to, I can just start anything. She means just to gather people together and call it Disney. I'll just start something. He said, as he just prayed one day, he just asked himself, he said, if I go here, who is this going to benefit? He said, they already arranged everything. He said, to the point of maybe the last thing to get was the ticket. And he just told his mother, he said, he said, he just told his mother, he just said, I'm not going again. Ah. He said, they rake for him, everybody. They, they, why would you say you're not going this and that? He said, he said, many years later, he now asked his mother, he said, do you know why I said I'm not going? He said the mother cannot even remember the incidents. He, he, he was so surprised. He said, so that's how I would have traveled? <laughs> he said, look at that. He said, he said, I would have traveled today. And you probably might not be hearing my voice. Maybe somebody else will be preaching today. Maybe I'll be part of those guys. He said, what's up, bro? He said, probably I'll be one of these people on Facebook. You will love me laughing. Say, or maybe a musician or something. I just say, yeah. <laughs> you never can tell. Some of these people you see on our social media, all of those things. See, believe you me, there's somebody I saw someday who is a musician someday, and I just said, ah. In fact, there's somebody here eh, is a comedian. Eh? But that guy in me had a call. So do you know what he's doing? He's doing both his comedy and he's doing ministry. He had to switch back. From the very first day, in fact, I follow him. I don't follow much people on social media. I had to follow that guy many years ago. Because he was doing and I just felt like this guy has a call. And I am so glad. Now he's holding prayer meetings, he's doing a lot of things. And though he's using comedy as side also because I mean you have to make money and all. There was even another guy that came up. Me and he were, were my friend. And me and, him, me and this guy, we kept discussing this guy. We said this guy has a call. Thank God. I was so happy. He now has a church. He used to do comedy, he used to do, I say, and the way he used to quote scripture. So, he went out to me one of his videos and say, no, Gigi, what do you think about this guy? I said, this is quoting scripture doesn't look normal. He said, I'm, he said, don't worry, I want to do some investigative work. This was some years ago. He just went to start digging. He said, Emoji, look at this flyer. This guy was actually holding crusade. So, what's he doing in comedy? Let's start praying. Me and this guy, we started praying for this guy. Thank God. He has obeyed the call now. He has a church. You know, there's some people that like that, that they don't want to give them an authority. <laughs> and, and they will see, and many people, they will just see the authority and just enjoy it and wallow. You know, it takes some level of repentance to, to be that very public and just switch back and say, you know, I, I respect some, 
some singers. There's this certain singer, I don't want to mention it, who was singing worldly music and just switched back to, she just switched back to gospel. You know, I respect people like that because it takes a form of repentance. You know the kind of fame you have? You know the kind of acceptance you have all over the world? I mean, especially now that uh, the kind of music you sing is internationally now accepted. And you now decided and said, no, I'm not going in that direction again. I am going in the Jesus direction. I'm sure you know it that it will not give you that kind of money you wanted. But you know, it takes some level of repentance to be that way. So, you, you see, you, there are things you can't risk. You can't risk your relationships. You can't risk it. Like I said in that relationship, it takes two people to make it work. See, some people, it's just like saying, imagine you meet somebody that the person is not ready. You discuss the person with your plans. You tell the I remember there was one person I was talking to one time. I told the person, see, I'm a preacher. And this is who I am. I'm not just a preacher, a pastor. Not just a pastor, I started a church. They say, ah. <laughs> I said, what, I asked the person, what's your fear? They say, hey, this pastor say, you know what? I stopped communication with the person, very reduced it. Ah, you should not go and lose your concentration because you want to please somebody. Oh, I'm not joking. Once I see that the person is uh, this and that, uh, oh, I don't stop communication with the person. Mm. I, it's not as if I stop actually, but the person will, the person will know I stopped. <laughs> I, uh, this is where I am. This is where I am going. Come on, Robo Speed Breaker. I, this is, I know where exactly I'm going. That's why you need to know where God's plan for your life. There are so many things you can't risk. There are a lot of people. It's just like I was, I was having a conversation with Pastor Blessing recently. And Pastor Blessing was telling me things like, we're, we're just talking about some things. And I was just like, she was talking about supernatural relationships. This and I was just like, and how God orchestrates relationships in people's life. Just to, you know, because you need relationship. I've always told you, don't, don't think you're a product. You can't stay isolated. That, in fact, the thought of staying isolated is the thought of the devil. Are you hear what I'm saying? God created people to work together. He created humans to work together. So she was telling me about, I, I, I'm sure she's going to hear this. She's going to be like, man, oh God, why did you mention my name? <laughs> she, said, she, she said, no. She was telling me about how God ordains. We're just talking and we're just like, oh, wow. And then I, I was able to trace things to her and I said, see, this is where it starts at. We really have to protect this relationship. And I said, though, it, may, it takes two people to work with. Because you can be ready, another person, the, person, the, the other party might not be ready. You get what I'm saying? But it really takes two people to work. So, always, so as I begin to close now, prayerfully take your decisions. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you are about, are you, see, when it comes to relocation, yes, you got a job, this and that. See, job should be, job should be, the, I'm sorry, I'm careful. And the reason I'm careful is because assuming this message is not going online, <laughs> I will not be as careful as I am. I, I feel like now that we're online, I, I'm more careful than I, than more. Now because you, someone can just hear something, I gotta be, I gotta think it's anyhow. See, the major reason for relocation for the believer should not be job first. It should be for the cause of the gospel. Job should now come as the backup plan. Backup plan will mean 
how the miss of survival in that place. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, the, the first reason to, to even really, because when you relocate, your church will change. And let me tell you, there is a church that God has planted people in. And I believe some people are not in where they're supposed to be. Some people are where they are just because of, <laughs> of what they call worldly influence. Some people are following preachers today that they know they're supposed not to follow. It's just like, I know who I'm called to follow. No matter who, no matter, no matter who I listen to, no matter who I listen to till tomorrow, I know my pastor. <laughs> it's just like saying, the voice of a stranger I don't follow. I know my own No matter who I hear in this world, I know, I know who God called me to follow. Are <laughs> you getting what I mean? It's, it, it, it's clear, it, I'm crystal clear about it. I don't need, in fact, I posted, I posted my first vision last year in the midnight. I was say, ah, ah, he will let you really you. Where did you? And it was a meeting that I'm sure he doesn't want people to know he went. He said, I said, ah, sir, we follow you everywhere. You think it's a joke? He said, ha. Ah. <laughs> I didn't even know he was going to see it. No matter who I hear in this world, me, I know where, I know who God planted me to follow. I know the kind of meetings I'm going No matter if we meeting, I know the kind of meeting I'm supposed to be every year. Other meetings can just be, mm, let's just go. But I know the meeting I am, I, God has ordained me to go for every year. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that relocation thing, why am I talking about relocation? We live in a time of world. In fact, we live in America where you finish school. The next thing is you want to leave your city. <laughs> I, I'm talking about America and I'm not talking about the world in general. Let's, look, let's focus on America. When you leave school and the next thing you want to do is... Uh, I got a job in Seattle. I got a job in uh, California. I got a job in uh, this. Let's go. So you are looking for greener pasture. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm saying this today from God's word. In fact, when he moved to them in Acts 1, it says Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, unto the uttermost part of the earth. The major reason for relocation should be the gospel. I'm sorry to say, but I want to, I'm trying my best in this series to be very clear. So when it looks like your mind, a whole lot, you're not comprehending so many things, prayerfully take your decision. As I, as I begin to go, prayerfully take your decision. And give yourself enough time to listen to God. You know, when God wants to speak to you, He can speak. He doesn't speak to you in codes. I've always told you, God doesn't speak to you in codes. God doesn't speak to you in uh, signs and symbols. God doesn't speak to you in parables. It's very crystal clear. You know, He can speak to you through. He can just speak to you through me. He can speak to you through a friend. Very just advice. He doesn't talk to you. He can talk to you as you are praying. So pray. You can just take, before you take a major decision, pray it out for a while, personally. It's just like decision to come to this city now. It took me like two years praying. There are some decisions I'm still trying to take that I might take. I can see personally, I can I can pray. I can pray for a decision for a, a year and not do it. 
I can pray for months. That okay, that just be praying about this for months, praying about this for months. It can take you a while. All of you know that there are things we are praying as a ministry for now that we know deep down in our heart that it's going to take us years to do. I don't know if you know what we're talking. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's so don't just don't just pray. Philippians four says. Philippians four six. Look at Philippians four six. I'm trying to close now. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, let your request be made known to God. He says, be careful for nothing. So that means that don't pray before you are anxious. If you find that you are anxious, what should you do? Feed on the word. Feed a lot on the word. Don't pray when you are anxious. Because you will just be wanting... One, I don't even know. You don't be expecting one magic one. Lord, do you have to say something? Lord, you not be saying when God is silent. <laughs> Feed on the word. Deal with your anxiety. Are you getting what I was saying? Feed on the word a lot. Just be careful for not, but in everything. It says, but the peace of God shall keep your heart. And sometimes you can fast. You know, fasting is common sense. Fasting is common sense. First Corinthians seven verse five. First Corinthians seven verse five. You know, fasting is common sense. First Corinthians seven verse five. It says, "Defraud one another, defraud ye one another, except ye be with consent for a time, that ye pray, that ye may give yourself to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your inconsistency." You know, married couples, you can just deprive one another and say, "See, this your stomach is getting too big. You are just getting fat. I'll just be feeding you too much." As a wife, just say, just say, just say, as a wife, just say, "I've been feeding you too much. You have been getting fat ever since we entered this marriage." Those, you know, there's, there's a saying that once, a, once, once somebody gets married, they will, their body will start changing because especially the men, because they will start eating, the wife will be cooking for you. You know, you can just tell the husband and say, we are fasting. Let's fast for the next two weeks till your body calm down, like, before we eat again. So, that video and video will just, you know, that's, that's, how, that's Christian marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget what I heard in Sunday preacher say. He said he saw that his wife was just giving him food. Ah, I like that preacher. Some of you didn't know what I'm talking about. See, he just saw that his wife was just giving him food. Ah. He asked his wife, are you okay? He come and eat with me. Why is it though? Eat. Enjoy your food. Ah. Say day one. Say that period he was at home because he always traveled to preach every week. Say just that. One month, it was just around. Say, the wife will give me food, eat. Ah, day one, eat. Day two, eat. Day three, ah, ah. He said, but he noticed that there are certain times in the day, you know, you ah. He now moved one day. Ah, and I think he asked their daughter, say, have you seen your mom eat anything? Just say, your eyes. Say, have you seen your mother eat anything? Mommy, mommy has just been cooking for just you. Hey. He says his eyes just clear. See, hey. just me. <laughs> he says, I've been eating like a madman in this house for the past one week. I just say, he says, she has said it. This woman was not walking around the house. I saw she just give me food and serve me. And just, you know, the next thing is she just got me here. He said, okay. He said, I'll do it. I'll do it for this woman. 
So the next day, the wife just came and brought food again. Say, my husband eat. Say, ah, say it's you that will eat this one. <laughs> you will break that fasting now. <laughs> say, I'm not eating. He said, the wife said, I'm not eating. So the both of them were arguing and they were not eating. And they say, hey, say, we are not eating. That's how they started fasting. See, they fasted. You see, they prayed. You see, you see, look at how he says, don't I look like I prayed? <laughs> <laughs> Ruan, miracles are happening though. I'm not joking. That's you know that's Christian friendship. When you will spoil yourself, imagine you have you have a partner, you have you have a supernatural. Let's even call, ask tell yourself supernatural relationship that you can all you can't study, you can't pray, you can't fast together. You know, even there are friends I pray with almost every day. Say, so we have prayer meeting. That's a big way to build our friends. friends it's just like there's something I've been studying now in the last couple of weeks now, and my head has almost blew. In fact, I looked for that book online. I couldn't find it. I just texted my friend. I said, I've been finding this book for the past 30 minutes online. Do you have it? He said, Yes, I have it. How did you have it? Me that I'm in America. You how did you get this book? <laughs> Two PDFs. He said, he said, it's one of these are our mutual friends. Which grace does he have to be looking for this food? I said, me. It took me hours. I couldn't find it. I, mean, I, I don't have the money to buy it. So I needed all this free PDF. <laughs> I need money to buy. Come forgive me. I only know I need to buy all these books. I was just like, no, I, I and I'm, you know, when, you, when it's like saying, you, I was desperate. I, I was that desperate. Only know I used to tell myself, I would buy it. In fact, there was a book I recently bought. And I enjoy it. I saw it. I've read, I finished the book. Oh. I finished the book. It was one of the times where Dimitri was I finished the book. By the time I got to I bought it again just so I can have it. I saw it in the library and I finished it and I just, just so I can have my own copy to be referencing. But this day I was so desperate to want to know what, what I needed to study. I just said, uh, you're that friend. And he just said, he just told me, I said, my head is about to blow. So this day he said, don't worry, calm down. You never see anything. He said, me, my own head already finished. He said, look at that bed. I said, ah. I said, I can't even contain it. Let me go and sleep and wake up. As I woke up again, he said, have you woken up to continue so that your head can blow? So, you know, that's friendship. You know, that's friendship. Imagine marrying somebody that you will both inspire one another. Yeah, stand up, let's study. Stand up, let's pray. Or like, stand up, let's just be eating. <laughs> you know, you know, that, that story, eh, it touched me. It doesn't, it, to, to somebody else now, it might look like a competition, like, ah, just by the wife is doing fasting competition. No, there's not like fasting competition. Who of them know it's not fasting competition? Who of them know it's, it's tearing themselves up for spiritual activity? I you get what I'm saying. So fasting makes you pray. Fasting does not give you more power. It's just common sense. I've always, I've taught us in uh, that our teaching of fasting. Have I, I taught it again this year? I think I taught it last year. But he managed that one for some years. <laughs> so Jesus was said, I'm praying. So when you are prayerfully considering a decision, you know you can just fast. You know, fasting just makes you sensible. You just, the fact that you're even hungry enough, you don't be hearing God very well. I, 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 I do it for myself a lot. Anytime I just feel like, ah, my mind is clogged. I just fast. Even, even to hear, even to the aspect of studying God's word. If I find out that, I think I've said this over the years, I don't know if you have heard me say this over the years, that if I find out that my head is not, it's like my eyes of is not opening, 
I'll just take a fast. I'll just start fasting and praying. That my, I'll just pray again that my eyes open. Pick it again and read it. Ah, it will make sense. It's, it has been a custom. Anytime I want to study, like, I just, you know. So when you're prayerfully considering a decision, you just pray and fast. You put your attention on the word. Play for me, I could. So, and you must always learn to trust the word. Learn to trust the word. You know, some, uh, uh, Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, uh, those that wait upon the Lord uh, shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings and ego, this and that. So, we are, we are prayerfully considering a decision. You should prayerfully pray. Prayerfully take that decision. Meditating and speaking the word. That's why also meditate on the word a lot. Are you getting what? Meditating means you are thinking about the word. You are speaking God's word. And they show you speak the right words. Are you getting what I'm saying? Speak the right words. You must always say the right things. Fill your mind with the word. Are you getting what I'm saying? Fill your mind with the word. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with you just telling your name. The word naturally. The word of God is my nature. I don't struggle to do the word. I don't struggle to heart on God's word. You know, nothing wrong with you speaking God's word on your life. I I cast down every heart and imaginations in my life, in my heart. I do the word naturally. I align myself to God's will, God's plan, God's purpose for my life. I see his plan, I see his purpose, and I walk in it all the time. You know, I am born of the word. I can naturally obey God. I don't walk in errors. My steps are not sliding. You know, he's holding me by his he's holding me by my hands and he's leading me in the right place to go. I am not listening to my own voice, the voice of a good shepherd I'm following. You know, you're speaking those words to yourself. Learn to speak God's word over your life. You can't speak doubt and expect to walk in the will of God. You can't speak doubt. You can't speak your fears. You can't speak from a place of anxiety and expect to walk in the will of God for your life. You can't speak God's word. When you are praying, when you are fasting, obviously, and you are feeding on the word, you are listening to the word. See, check your word life. Check it. See, the word of God heals the sick. Just you feeding on the word alone can heal you of any sickness and diseases. So imagine the potency of what the word can do. Check your word life all the time. Is your word life low? Is your word life high? Check it. How do you... See, let me tell you the best way to do it. When you see that your mind is so clogged, you just know, ah, this. Or you are saying the wrong things. Or your thought patterns are nuts. Your thought patterns are nuts. <laughs> you, you see that your thought patterns is not flowing with the word. Ah, you are so low. It's like saying, hi, I car needs gas. You are so low on the word. Constantly read the word. Feed on it. Eat it. Drink it. Play it all day. You know that some of you, I'm, I'm bringing this to your remembrance. You know that habit you had of just playing the word overnight. Waking up with the word. Some of you seem to have lost it. Why not return back to it where the word is just playing? You know some of you have replaced it now for real music. You know? But before it used to be the word, you sleep with the word, you eat the word. But now you, you want to have sound sleep. You want to, you just want to play real music for effective. <laughs> you know, that, 
That's how, that's, that's how backsliding starts. That's how it starts. Return back to it where you are consciously speaking the word. Return back to it where you tell yourself, today I'm going to speak the word over my life. I'm going to just be talking the word. Return back to it. Speak the word. See, a man who stays with the word will walk in the will of God for his life. Because you will naturally know. You will actually be very easy to hear God. See, that's why it seems like when you are praying, how many of you, when you are praying, you are trying to make a decision, you just play a message, and it will just look like, I am talking to you in the message again. And you are in that service, so you don't be wondering, how come you didn't hear this in the service? How many of you that happens to you a lot? Do you know what's happening? It's because you are praying or you are, you are probably, you are probably, your mind is actually in tune to hear the word. Feed on the word, listen to the word. The word of God never fails. See, let me tell you, look at me. Nothing as far as the word of God is there that cannot change. 
feed on the word. Leave the word. Eat it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And all lift your hands and just bless the name of the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. May your feet and just thank him. Submit yourself to God's word. Eat it. Read it. Eat it. Meditate on the word. Of 